When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tennessee postgame mini-pod, a big winner over Virginia. Final score 49-13 to here on the season opener in Nashville. I'm Eric Kane with Austin Price and Matt Ray. Uh, Matt, you know, Austin and I were kind of talking about the two-minute drill. It was business as usual. Tennessee receives the opening kickoff, marches straight down the field, scores a touchdown. And then not a whole lot going on offensively, but finishes the first half strong. Elite defense in the first half. Overall, a good day. It turns out to be a blowout. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think when you're breaking in a new football team, you're going to face a little bit of adversity early. Tennessee hit a little bit of a slump after that opening drive, and, you know, it wasn't business as usual for just a few possessions, but they finished the first half strong. Um, the defense had a little bit of a coming-out party, and if you don't believe that Josh Hopple trusts this defense, he went for it on fourth and one from yeah. the 29-yard line. <laughs> um, so they didn't get it, and their backs were against the wall, and, and they got off the field, and you know, Virginia ultimately missed the field goal. So that, that should tell you a little bit about how Josh Hopple feels about his defense heading into 2023. Yeah, we'll talk defense here in a moment, Austin, but I mean... <laughs> You run for 290 yards. You score five touchdowns. Jalen Wright averages nearly 10 yards a pop. Uh, Dylan Sampson scores four touchdowns. Jabari Small even had a good day. Uh, again, Virginia is not going to be anywhere close to the level of competition you're going to see in conference play. It was a good day running the football. Yeah, you did what you needed to do. Um, you know, Joe was 70%. You know, completion percentage was he perfect? No, um, but I, I thought he was efficient. You know, in what he did, he's got to be better next week. That's the biggest growth. Yeah. You want to see from week one to week two. Coach Heupel talked about it in the, in the post game. Well, granted, great. Our offensive skill guys, being the receivers, they were not in a flow. They were out of rhythm. Next week at home, home opener, you hope to see them in rhythm. And I would imagine that's a point of emphasis early next week is let's get into rhythm. Like, we, we were not in rhythm at, at Nissan Stadium on this Saturday, and, you know, who knows why. But, again, I, I said this going in, no matter what happens today, it's not a finished product. You can't judge them. I saw the knee-jerk reactions on the board, and I understand. Like, you know, I mean, people have the PTSD of the overthrow yeah. Joe from two years ago. But he, he was not that bad. There were some throws that he made today he couldn't have processed and mm-hmm. made two years ago. I thought that, that he did, you know, solid. Got to see growth, though, heading into next week. You hope that he's a little more accurate. Um, not that he was bad. He was 70%. But there was a couple of, you know, a couple of throws I think that he'd love to have back. And yeah. so, you know, for my liking – a nice start. They did it with the ground game. Next week, though, you hope to see a little more stability through the air. And if that's the case, then you feel a little bit better. No matter how Florida played Thursday night, you feel a little better going to the Swamp, a place you've not won since 2003. I was in college. You boys were pups. It, 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 you, you really need to kind of just continue to build next week on both sides of the ball, really. Yeah, you're talking about being out of sync. Um, it was play number one of the third drive, Matt, and it was for Mel Keaton just had a drop and, and two years ago that's a throw that sails over his head and it was, it was a beautifully thrown ball Mel Keaton's a good receiver it just drops that one right uh, later on in the first half I think Joe you know threw hot up Rue McCoy off his hands and everything so those are some of the throws you're talking about that you wish to come back uh, one of those drives in the second half that you scored where Mel Keaton actually came back made a great adjustment on it 
on a ball that was a little underthrown from Joe. So um, overall, you know, and, and then of course he kind of padded the stats with some nice, easy, easy throws in the second half. But you know, overall wasn't bad at all. But as Austin pointed out, Matt, just a, a lot of room to grow if you're Joe Milton. Yeah, absolutely. You saw you saw what we've heard about all offseason. He, he's taken a step in the decision making process. Yeah. Um, you know, now you have to be more accurate with the football. You're when you get into SEC play, those throws that you want back are going to be the difference in the football games. And I think Joe knows that. Um, we'll see where he goes from, from week one to week two. Um, one thing that stood out to me about Joe today and something that we've got questions on the board throughout the offseason is how will Tennessee use Joe Milton to run? Um, I thought he was pretty efficient with his legs at times. Too. He, he didn't try to force too much. He was a willing runner. Um, yeah. You know, Extended a few plays, made one really nice throw to Ramel Keaton, you know, kind of off schedule. Um, yeah. And I think that's what he's got to do. I think that's when Joe's at his most confident. Um, you know. But overall, I thought the Joe from two years ago, when you talk about overthrow Joe, the cells over his head, um, I thought he bounced back today um, throughout the course of the game. He's got to bounce back next week because he knows he's got to be better. Um, but, yeah, overall, not, not a bad day for Joe Milton. Just some things to go work on from week one to week two. Last thing offensively, then we'll talk some defense. Um, you know, I was talking with Brent, you know, after the game, and he pointed out a couple of things that he's intrigued to go back and look at film and, and kind of watch that. And you miss so much in, in, in real time, so we'll all see some other things when we go back and look at it. But the offensive line, um, you know, they were rotating at four positions, it looked like. Um, you know, Dane Davis snapped the football a lot along with Ollie Lane. Uh, you had a rotation at left guard. Andre Carrick looked uh, to, to get that first, and Jackson Lampley, and so on and so forth. Gerald Mincy played both tackle spots. Um, again, uh, it, it was a blowout win. Did you see anything that kind of stood out from the offensive line uh, early on in this one, Austin? You know, I, 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 the biggest thing I can say is look at look at the Virginia side. They they rolled it back there to musket most of the game. Yeah, and snaps were good. You know, I thought Dean Davis was was you know was, was solid, and mm-hmm. you know his performance. I thought Ollie Lane was solid. I still think left guard's a bit of a issue, but I do think the scheme. Helps. Helps. It, it helps. I talked to Ramon Foster about that. You know, I think the scheme helps a ton when you're when you're not as good up front. So I, I just don't think you're going to truly know until you get to the swamp. You I won't agree. know next week. You know, and you know. Uh, so I, I just think right now you're kind of in wait and see mode. To me, that you know, I love to we're stock up, stock down, previewing kind of where we'll be with our stocks this week. But the entire game stock stagnant. That. I think it's going to be the old line until yeah. they get to Florida, and we'll see what happens. I agree with that. Um, now the fun part, defense. And, I mean, offense is fun, too. But, boy, defense. Uh, four sacks. Again, I, I I think that's where they ended in the game. Four sacks, all on third downs. James Pierce, two. Tyler Barron had two. Uh, boy, they, they were they were blowing some stuff up. Austin, you and I talked about Omar Normalog getting back there a couple times. Amari Thomas getting back there a couple times. It was fun to watch. Um, a really good day defensively, mad. And again, the, the the front set the tone, man. When you're guys, when you're getting guys back there and, and getting home in critical downs, uh, it, it can really kind of spark a, a lot going on out there. And I think that was the case today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, four sacks, eleven tackles for losses um, to Virginia's one tackle for loss. Uh, yeah, you know, that's a that's a tone setter right there. But James Pierce, I mean. Man, what a first game of 2023 for him. He's been a talking point all offseason. Can he make that step? He, he certainly appeared that he's going to be able mm-hmm. to. Um, we had a chance to talk to him after in postgame. And I'm not going to say much, but Coach called it up, dialed it up, and I went and you know made it happen, and, and he certainly did. Um, 
you know, the the right tackle there for Virginia was unable to get his hands on him no. a few times, and it resulted. Well, one he went inside. The other one went. I just yeah, just absolutely speed rushing and beat him. Yeah, just went and got him. Um, you know, but but overall, man, the the front seven was was lights out throughout this game. Middle layer, Keenan Peely, especially in the first half, all over the place. Aaron Beasley had a couple nice licks. One thing we did notice, and again, it's game one, it's week one. None of this means it's a finished product. Uh, Elijah Herring got a lot of run before Aaron Aaron Carter did. Aaron Carter really didn't see time defensively they, until the blowout. Because well, because Carter replaces Aaron Beasley, and Beasley stayed on the field, whereas. Elijah Herring replaced Keenan Peely, and those two, it's as simple as that at linebacker. But in, it, when push comes to shove, that like say, say in Alabama, those need to be interchangeable, right? I mean, they need to be. I mean, yeah, sure, okay. but I, I, I ultimately don't think that. I think that's as simple as that. They were leaving Beasley on the field. Had Beasley come off, I think it would have been Arian Carter in the game. I got, I got you. That makes sense. Uh, but just like the safeties, you, you want those to be interchangeable. And, and speaking of the safeties, Jalen McCullough was out there pretty much the entire game. We saw some movement. Andre Tarantine, Will Brooks played before Jordan Thomas and Christian Charles. I wouldn't read too far into that, but that was cool to see in week one. And uh, a healthy, healthy rotation at corner. Yeah, I, I love the rotation at corner. Um, I still I still don't like the rotation of safety. Um, and I thought Jalen played fine. I, but I still think you've got to rotate more guys in there. I mean, yeah. like, Jalen McCullough – you know, for all the gnashing of teeth that people that want him out of there, that's not the direction they're going to go. But my thing is, is if, if if that's your guy, right, then get him some help where he's not gassed in the yep. fourth. Like, there's no reason. And he didn't he didn't play that much of the fourth in there today. But, like, how much of the last three years have we seen the defense played 93 snaps and Jalen McCullough played 92 of them or yep. 93 of 93 them or 90 yeah. of them? Like, like he needs to, if, if there's 93 defensive snaps, he needs to play 75 or 80. Like he's got to have a little bit of a break. That way he's fresher in the fourth quarter. So, you know, I, I think maybe, you know, if, as they get a few guys back that, you know. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I think Jordan, been a little dinged up uh, or whatever. I think Jordan Thomas and Christian Charles need to, need to practice. Now, Jordan Thomas did get in there in the fourth quarter, though. Yeah, he did. But, you know. uh, but uh, meaning he's missed a lot of contact in, in fall camp. Yeah, and I mean, I think Olsen said that the left guard, you know, position is the one that you still want to learn about on the offense. For me, it's, it's safety on defense. I yeah. mean, the front seven was lots out of there. And, and listen, they didn't play bad on the back end today, but there's still just questions there. You know, we're, when are we going to see more of, of Jordan Thomas, Christian Charles? Like you said, Eric, they need to practice. They, they've missed contact. But, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, that's going to be the position that, you know, I think Tennessee has to take the next step with defensively. The cornerback rotation was really good today. I thought, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of a lot of guys got work there. Um, Devin, and made some plays. Warren Burrell made some plays. Yeah, Warren, Kamal Hatton made some plays. Yeah, Warren Burrell, Kamal Hatton made some plays. Yeah. You know, um, I, I just think at safety, you do have to get Jalen McCullough some help. He's going to get a lot of run. Mm-hmm. You can expect it, but it can't be ninety-five percent of the snaps, especially this time of year. 
All right, last thing, and then we'll call quits here. We'll have plenty more on the Rocket Tap Rewind tomorrow night. Of course, all the 17 different podcasts we do throughout the week. Uh, I love game weeks. It's so much fun. Um, one thing that's got to get better, and again, it's week one. It's we, we, we said this going in. I think Brent wrote about it. We talked about it on one of the podcasts. It was going to be sloppy in some areas. That's, that's the nature of football. It's week one. But, oh, my God, special teams cannot be that bad again. And I think a lot of that was scheme, trying some things. You, Austin, you and I well, talked about I, it. I didn't want to waste one of the questions in the post game asking Heupel about specifically on the kickoffs. I, I'm 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 intrigued. I think I would be shocked it. if if they weren't those two that they kicked out of bounds weren't called. Hey, pooch it high. Let's see if we can land at the four, corner them, and 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 make them return it, and mm-hmm. see if we can pin them in there instead of just booting it through the end zones and start from the twenty five. Like they're getting. I I would say this is especially in a game like this. I think you're trying, trying some things. things. I agree. So I would be shocked if he said, "Well, no, we called him to, we told him to boot it out of the end zone, and he just, you know, hooked it." You know, I mean, like I think that that was called. So I, I'm, I'm, agree I with think Turbofil is if, if 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 take the two that went out of bounds away. I thought Turbofil was really good, uh, yeah. you know, booting it through the end zone multiple times, and that's a good thing to see. I, I agree with that. Um, and, and again, Josh Hobble kind of mentioned it in terms of where I'm going next. First game, you know, new country and all that. He was here last year, but he didn't play. Um, I've been high on him. You've been high on him. I think Jackson Ross is going to be just fine. But he has two really bad punts to go out of bounds. The netted like 17 yards on the punt. Really bad. And then he kicked one in the fourth quarter with about five minutes to go where he basically hung it right down the sideline and it landed. Yeah. And made the guy catch it right basically because he was stepping out of bounds. So that was a great kick. Mm-hmm. He kicked one with his left foot, which is what I've been talking about. Like everybody says, Austin's been talking about I've been talking about the fact that this dude can kick with either foot. <laughs> not... That he's, you know, well, the I mean, second coming of Ray Guy. I'm talking this. about the fact that if, when you, if you're ambidextrous enough to kick with both legs and, and do it at a high level, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. And rugby style and normal American style. I mean, that's why I've been high on him. I mean, again, he's not Ray Guy, but you can do your, your versatility as being a punter. But, but your point, and I think everybody's point will be, this rattled him. Two weeks from now, you're going to the yeah. swamp. Mm-hmm. You can't give them short fields because your the defense, defense, even if it's better, can't hold up from the forty-yard line yeah. and in. That too many times tonight or today, you know, the defense was kind of put in a tough spot. They they were fine today. Yeah. D. Williams, horrible turnover, but my God, he's electric back there. He nearly had a house call, fifty-five-yard punt return at one point in time, set up a short field for Nico. Um, he was. Electrifying, uh, but but again, uh, one mistake that she can't afford to have against Florida. Yeah, a little bit of an up and down, you know, game for D. Williams there. But had the electrifying moment, had the fumble, um, had one that he should have caught that he didn't. Yeah. Um, you know, had one that drove him back, you know, further than he wanted. And, I thought he caught one, did a good job one point in time. Yes. Uh, with people in his face and everything, not much he could do. Yeah, but absolutely, he's electric, and you can see that. That that's going to be a point of emphasis. Emphasis for Tennessee, they're going to be able to flip the field some this fall, and they're going to try to set up, you know, as many returns as they can for him because it's it's one cut and go, and and when he hits that, you know, second level, um, he's got a chance to take it the distance. Um, but he he can be an X factor for Tennessee this fall. You can't fumble the football though, trying to do too much. Yeah. End of the day, this is exactly what Tennessee needed. It was a 49-13 win. You beat the crap out of an inferior opponent. I had somebody tweet me during the game saying. Man, if, if we were playing anybody, you know, worth a damn, you know, t- Tennessee be getting their brains beat in. I don't agree with that. I mean, that's know, just ignorance. Yeah, you, you want to clean some things up. I 100% agree. It was far from perfect. The but. same person said the same thing when they played Pittsburgh last year and they barely yeah. won. 
and then that team two weeks later won at L or beat Florida, beat LSU, beat Alabama yeah. again. It's one game. It's Early in the year, won. they won forty nine to thirteen against yes. the Power Five opponent. And, and for as confusing, and look at Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yep. for as confusing and maybe as frustrating as maybe the first half offensively was, look at how they finished and closed the first half. So you go in twenty one to three, yeah. and you feel like you've just left and another twenty one points on the field. And moved it in a yeah. hurry. It's like where's that been all the time? So yeah. again, you go back, you watch the film, you go out and correct some things. It's week one, but uh, Tennessee wins 49-13. Can't ask for much more. You beat the crap out of a Power 5 opponent to kick off the season in a neutral side game, which was pretty much a home game. We've got so much to get into. Grant's probably written 17 articles by now. Uh, we'll, have, uh, we'll have tons of uh, coverage from Hypel, from players, uh, 10 things, I think, all that types of stuff where I can tell rewind. So stay dialed in to VolQuest.com. And if you haven't already, uh, this sale is going to end tomorrow at some point. A kickoff sale, $1 for one month or 50% off your first year of an annual subscription. I think that's about $49.99. So uh, take advantage of that. Football is back. That makes us $0.17 cents a day. If you, can get, if you can't get $0.17 cents a day of enjoyment out of all quests, then I don't know what. Just go and steal it off Twitter like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> For Matt Ray, Austin Price, I am Eric Kane, Tennessee, a big winner, 49-13 over Virginia.